Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello and welcome to Central Texas Life. It is a joy to have Jennifer Snyder <laughs> with Neat as a Pin on the show again. And we decided it's been about three years since wow, we had a chance it, to sit and talk. Crazy. You were a guest on Central Texas Living, the television yes. show on Channel 25 back a long time ago. Long now. time ago. Right. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, but I, you brought a wonderful little talk to a local women's organization that uh, I, I was privileged to be at and hear you and and you talked about a, you were kind of easy you know do I want to talk about packing do I want to talk about organization how to get mm-hmm. rid of sentimental things so many things so many things that you are an expert at um, so I thought now that we're in kind of our reddish <laughs> I, I'm calling it red you say it's orange and green you know we are in the throes of the Christmas decorating season mm-hmm. it's time to drag those bins out Mm -hmm. and look at stuff (laughs) and maybe not put it all out or put it all out I mean whatever how what do we need to be thinking about how to continue to get organized when it Mm -hmm. comes to decorations right so first of all you said drag (laughs) so when we think about bringing bringing out our, our Christmas decorations. Our treasures. Our treasures. <laughs> we're dragging them out. It's it's a chore. and It kind of has gotten to be and that it as is, the years go by. It is. And, and, I, and I find that, too. I used to count down the days until I could decorate for Christmas. And now it's, I'm like, oh, you know. Didn't of, I just do this? It used to be like, ooh, four more days. Oh, and now it's like, oh, I only have four more days until I have to do that. And so much so, I outsource it. I Oh, I know. A lot of people do. I have an organizer. One of my organizers comes and puts up my Christmas decorations and she takes them down. But there, you know, there's, it's a thing. And I find, though, that a lot of people will put them on top. Put them on top. So you, so we decorate our homes for 11 months of the year. And hopefully we like those decorations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we bring all this other stuff out on top of it. And, True. And just, you just, oh, look, here's a hole. I'm going to put this here. Put a nutcracker there. Right. And there's a there's a shelf up here. You know, there's room on this shelf up here in front of the books. I'll put a little angel up here. And, and we just stuff them, and, and, we're, and we don't approach it with intention. And and the best thing that, that I have found that you can do to 
you know, make keep your home from feeling overwhelming is to take something away. For everything you put out, take one thing away. Right. You've got the bin there. Correct. So yeah. just wrap it in tissue, put, you know, your little mm-hmm. knickknacks or whatever you've got out the rest of the year. That's right. And That's free right. up a whole space. That's right. And then, and then I wouldn't try to organize it now, but if you were to organize it on the back end, when you take down all those decorations, whether it's a tree or whatever, mm-hmm. is to put them together by room. You know, sometimes we try to be organized in the sorting process. So, well, all these, these are all candles. I'm going to put all the candles in this box. And while candles make sense in one box, it makes sense if that's the only box not going in the garage. Of course, it cannot go in the garage. Right. But if none of them are going, you know, if you have a a climate-controlled storage, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. And so what you would want is dining room decorations, family room oh, decorations, living room. I never room. thought about doing it that way. And put them together. When you put them together, then all you have to do is put on the outside of the box family room. Mm-hmm. And and so next year when you take it out, you bring your bin to the family room and you unpack that bin and everything is right there. Mm-hmm. And and if you pack them up by rooms, you know, some people some rooms may not have as much as others and you can combine a couple But if it's just all of the tree skirts and you've got 10 trees, well, if you've got 10 trees, they're all over your house and you're running around like a crazy person just putting out tree skirts. (laughs) Not to mention the trees to go above the skirt. And the decorations. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed just thinking about that. (laughs) One, one tree's plenty for me. (laughs) Me too, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, oh, man, it's so much fun to go to Hobby Lobby or Michael's or these places, and you see all this stuff, and, you know, I'm just always tempted to want to mm-hmm. buy new things. It's so fun. it's like, you know, what is it, one thing in, something else out? I mean, you need to. Once you reach capacity, and, and capacity is different for different people. Yeah. It's, it's based on your square footage. It's based on the amount of time you have to put it out. It, it depends on how much you've already got. Yeah. And. And it's fun to go. It's fun to go buy the, the new things. And I would say, as long as you have the room, then then buy them. But once you're full, you're full. Okay. Well, I've got several bins okay. of things that I I know I'm probably not gonna. Mm-hmm. So where's a good place to donate? And is now the time to do it, or is there a? Now is the time to do it. Okay. Now is the time. So to if do you're it. thinking about culling your collection, mm-hmm. that's right. Yep. And, and culling the collection is, is an important thing to talk about in that. And first I'll answer your question. I've got a couple of other things is now is definitely the time because after Christmas, nobody wants, nobody wants it. No. And, and so you can give it to the charities that have the stores, you know, Salvation Army has a store. Goodwill has a store. Um, another season, do another they do season, Shepherd's like Heart has a oh, store. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so you can give them to the store. And mm-hmm. the store will, will sell them to make money, but they'll sell them at, at an affordable price. Yeah, but it's helping somebody it's, put something new in their home. Correct. And you've got yes. it out of yours. Yes. And so if you're going to donate it, now's the time to donate it. Because okay. when in about the middle of January, you try to take a, a Christmas tree and a bunch of garland, they're going to be like, oh, boy. Because now they no, have, they have they to store have to it store until it. next exactly, fall. Exactly. Yeah. Because nobody's buying Christmas trees in January. No. And... And so now's the time to do it. If you're going unless, to do that. Unless. Unless. <laughs> unless. It's your tree's about at the end of its life and you want to 
save a lot of money. Right. <laughs> There's a time to buy that new tree to put away for next year. That's true. That That's true. That's <laughs> but true. then you still, you kind of need to store that old one until it's time to move it out. Right. And even so, if you buy a tree in January, it's you've got the leftovers. You don't get your choice of trees. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. If, you're not, I'm picky. if you're not picky. <laughs> I'm picky. I like my tree skinny. And well, I just, I have to share, years ago at a junior league thing, you know, deck the halls and all that, uh, Catherine Dolan, wonderful decorator in town, she made the statement, the Christmas police will not come and get you if you don't put out every Christmas decoration you own. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I thought I have kind of clung to that. And and as a result, I've got bins mm-hmm. of things that, you know, yeah. I'm just not, it's time for some of the, I guess they're nice. I mean, things mm-hmm. are nice. I've just been stored, you know, right. picks right. of sugared berries and what all, mm-hmm. you know, that I can yeah. see them in my head in all their glory. Oh, yeah. Sugared berries. <laughs> hey. And I Aren't think, we crazy? I think we all have those things at the bottom of those bins that it's like, mm, you know, I just I just don't have room for that, or I don't think I like that, and and it's those things that you don't need. Right. And so I would say this year, if you do nothing else, take a good hard look at that stuff you're leaving in the bottom of the bin. Yeah. And at the very least, put it to another bin, give it its own bin, give it a bin and name that bin rejects. 23 okay. rejects. Okay. So if you get to this time next year in November of 24 and you still don't want to use those 23 rejects, then they're becoming 23 rejects, 24 rejects, and you've clearly not used them for two years, and so you don't really need them. And you're just storing them. You're, you're just taking up them. valuable storage space. You are heating and cooling and insuring them. <laughs> there is a carrying cost to everything that we own. Not to mention, yeah. you know, the schlepping it back and forth. But then there is something really important to talk about, though, because then there's those handprint ornaments. I know. I can't. I know my 43-year-old son, and it's a little gold curtain, a little curtain mm-hmm. hook thing. Uh-huh. And they pasted on the back a piece of red construction paper. I can picture it now with his <laughs> little thumbprint. Right. Right. That's going nowhere. I mean, that goes on the tree every year. I right. mean, I've, there are some of those things that are irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. And they are. And they're very special. Yeah. And those are But, you rejects. know, in time, they're not going to want that stuff. Right. And, they, and those, they're going to be the ones to throw it away. Those but. degrade, too. And, right. And so, really, so when we move through this process of putting out the Christmas decorations, if we're not being intentional and we're not thinking about it and going back to it's a lot of work you get hard and you you put these things up if you were to take the little construction paper thumbprint and and get some of the empty christmas balls Mm -hmm. the clear glass ones right like curl it up in a little circle and stick it down in there and let it open up inside the clear ball then we have an ornament and not uh, and I know yours has the, the curtain ring on it, but there's so many that are just paper. Oh, that yeah. If you could. That's a great idea. If you could get them into a real ornament mm-hmm. inside that, inside the, whether it's glass or plastic, it's, it's better protected. Yeah. And it will stand the test of time a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, now, I mean, I've gotten some from granddaughter. And it's, it's, a, it's plastic, and it's a little flatter, mm-hmm. and then it opens. 
basically. And so they slipped the picture of her in yeah. it and yeah. snapped yeah. it shut. Yeah. And and so what I would suggest is I don't put those on the tree. I, my poor little skinny tree has so many ornaments. Yeah, and, right, and I've got a little tiny skinny tree now. Mm -hmm. It's not a, as much room. Right, and so if you don't have room on your tree for those things, I would say at the very least get a nice box, a nice box like a, um, you know, a gift box, like like a hat box. Oh, yeah, and, right. Mm -hmm. And put those those keepsake type of things in there. Yeah. They're not going on the tree. They're not going out, but you can't get rid of them. So help preserve them by not letting them go back and forth and be in that mix every mm -hmm. year handled for no reason. And okay. wrap them in, if you're not going to use them, right. wrap them in, in tissue paper to keep the red tissue or the red construction paper away from the white construction paper whatever mm -hmm. wrap them up protect them and then put them in the box yeah it's always good to use white tissue paper right Absolutely. because the colored mm -hmm. right is, and that's you know, and that's how cute as it is it's not good for storing when i when when not when my christmas stuff comes down they all get wrapped in tissue white tissue paper mm -hmm. the the those that are especially fragile get wrapped in paper towels because they're they have they're a little thicker right i've used that but there's before. but there's the white and even if they're not breakable i still wrap them mm -hmm. because i don't want any paint you know i don't want the paint from one to get onto another right and and so sometimes they get hotter than than we like for them to mm -hmm. and and just sometimes things happen oh that's such great advice that's great advice well another thing we talked about um visiting <laughs> today about uh, trips. People are going to be taking trips. They're going to be traveling mm -hmm. to go to grandma's or whatever. And, how, you know, you've got a great list of ideas of how to pack. And of course, this time of year often includes also dragging a bunch of presents. Right. Here, I right, use right. that word again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of feel feel like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So uh, what, are, what are some of the tips on, on packing for the holidays? Okay. So here's what I think. Depending on how long you're going to be gone, how you're going to get there, um, if, let's say, flying, if we're flying, mm -hmm. then I would ship your gifts. I would wrap them, wrap them in paper, not bags. I would wrap them in paper, put the tags on them, but no bows. Right. Put, put ribbons. You, you can have a little bag of bows that goes in the box or a box with bows that go in the box, but I would ship the gifts there. And if you are anticipating a lot like if you have a kid that you're going you're getting on an airplane to go see grandma and grandpa mm -hmm. I would take with you an empty piece of luggage take an empty piece of luggage to bring all that stuff home mm -hmm. or at the very least have some you could take backpacks or or duffel bags that could be checked on the way back or, or put in an overhead bin on the way back. It doesn't have to be a hard-sided suitcase necessarily, but take the bags to bring the things home. And yeah, you just have to plan ahead. Right, you just have to plan ahead. You could always, you know, if Grandma and Grandpa gave them so much stuff, you can say, Grandma and Grandpa, um, you're really going to have to ship these home. Yeah. Or ships, you know, we'll take these and Maybe you take you those. Maybe you keep some things here for right. when we come back in the summer. Yeah, especially if they make noise. And... <laughs> And, and that's, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Another way, if it's a road trip, 
when you're packing the vehicle to go in the first place, do the same thing. Wrap, wrap the gifts with paper, no bows, no bags, so that they, they're just boxes, so they can just stack. And, and if you have a, a bin, like a, a large Rubbermaid bin, if you have a, a cargo area, like in an SUV or even in the trunk, just have the, those separated. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you come home, you've got the bin for the extra things too. And so unless somebody gave you a swing set, then most everything should fit in there. And, and then just be mindful of how, much, how many suitcases you have or the size of the suitcases in relation to, to how much room you have. It's, mm-hmm. It is about planning. It's all about planning. Okay, let's say um, you're planning a, a cruise okay. at Christmas. Okay. <laughs> and uh, going to be cold where you're going. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do you go about planning a wardrobe for, say, seven or eight days and right. when things are bulky and you wanna, don't want to just take gigantic luggage mm-hmm. to have to wag around so so are there, are there any tips about yes. how to plan yes and I wouldn't have had this information four weeks ago but I know now because I'm going to Montreal the week after Christmas oh and it's gonna be really cold oh yeah and I've been doing my research. I hate being cold too I've been doing my research and and so I'm going to have you know I won't have a car I'll public transportation in you know negative 40 degrees yeah and so I need a small backpack or a small bag that I can carry. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I've learned is when you're going somewhere that's cold, you don't want the big full sweaters. That it, what I've read in my research is you want something small. So instead of like a big cable knit sweater that's going to come down to about mid-thigh, you have a, a not a tight but a snug like Angora type sweater, a, a small one so there's less air. So you have base layer and then a warm but light and thin sweater type thing and then a polar fleece type thing on top of that. And so if you have, so when you're packing, you can get more small items mm-hmm. than big items. And, and so I would say, especially when you're going somewhere, somewhere that's going to be cold, wear what's heavy to get there wear what's thick your coat to, your you coat know, to right. get there and even if it's not cold here mm-hmm. and so just wear the coat carry it if you have to and then in your in your luggage then have get things as small as you can and what I like to do is I I really like to roll things mm-hmm. in my suitcase and and so yeah, I learned that from Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> guess I mean that I, she revolutionized uh, revolutionized my life. You know, as far as my drawers, t-shirts, mm-hmm. and all that, I roll everything. Yes, yes, I roll. And you can pull it out and see it. And you know what everything is. That's it's exactly great. right. And for my son, what I'll do with his things, or not so much now. He just throws his stuff in there. He's a teenager. But when he was smaller, you know, I'd have the pants, I'd have the pants folded in half long ways, and and then the shirt, and then I would fold the shirt, long, not like I would put it in a drawer, but skinny, mm-hmm. tall and skinny, like the pants, and then a pair of underwear and a pair of socks. And if you needed a hoodie, then I, not the hoodie, but the, the shirt, the underwear, pants, and socks would all be together. And then I would roll that outfit up together inside the hoodie. So, yeah. so the hoodie's on the outside and everything else is on the inside. And in his little suitcase, he could have six little bundles of clothes, and he just pulls out a bundle, and his outfit is already made, and I don't have to worry about him not matching and right. looking funny. Right. 
and and I don't want to do that for myself because I want to have options. Right, and then that's where you do. What do they call it? A capsule wardrobe. It's a capsule. Or, capsule yeah. where, you, mm-hmm. and and some people are are doing their whole closets this way. Mm-hmm. They're getting rid of a lot of clothes, mm-hmm. um, and going with a capsule format and having multiple outfits mm-hmm. just on some basic pieces. That's when I travel. I I try to take black. And yeah. I'll have a few things of color. You know, there's some jeans. You know, I might have a, a colorful jacket or some colorful shoes. Maybe something a little sparkly mm-hmm. for just right. But most of the time, occasion. it's you know I'll take black. You know, if it's a if I I went to a conference in September in Boston, and you know two pair of black pants. I had I took I think I took two pair of jeans, two pair of black pants, a party dress, and then like six shirts that would go. Everything went together. And so I could wear anything that I wanted to, and I could wear the same thing twice, and nobody would really know because it was with something different on the bottom. And maybe you know, some different jewelry, and mm-hmm. you can really yep, yep. And change I, a look and, up. And or a packing. scarf or two. You know, those don't take up much room either. Right. And, you know, packing is so much just planning. And if, if you look at whether you're going on a cruise in June or, or December, you put, put out everything that you're going to take, you know, you know, think about each day, and, and I, I, I love to pack. And so if you think about each day, what's the weather going to be like? What are you going to be doing? And, and just mentally figure out what you should have for that day. So you have one bottom, two top options for each day. Mm-hmm. And then if you, if, you're, if you get to a place in the planning process or if you're going to be gone for a long time, if you get to a, a place in the process – you're like, yeah, I just don't have any other shirts. I guess I could take this one. When you're thinking in your mind, I guess, then you've maxed out. Yeah. You, once you, you get to right. I guess, don't take anything else. Mm-hmm. And just work with what you have so far. Mm-hmm. And and so then, like with packing, then I start with what's the biggest. So think of a suitcase. My suitcase has one side that's open and one side that zips closed, right? So I get all of the clothes in the side that zips closed. Right, that's what I do. And I, and I start with the big things. If I'm taking a sweatshirt or something like that, or jeans, and I put those at the bottom, and I'm just rolling them up as tight as I can get them, mm-hmm. and I can usually get two columns go if I were to go up. But usually I go, it's hard to just, vote. I go side to side, horizontal across the mm-hmm. bottom is how mm-hmm. I usually go. All right. And then go up, and then I've got some more room, so the things up top are smaller. Then I can pijamas. That's where I can put socks, um, underwear, all those. Yep, things that you all those have. things. And then the hanging clothes, which things that that would need to be on a hanger when I got there, I just leave them on a hanger, and put them together, fold the sides in, and fold them in half, mm-hmm. and put them over. Then I zip it closed. Yeah, and so the zipper holds everything. And then the shoes and the curling iron and the fan. the bag of your you know sundries and yes. you know makeup all, and all of that, that stuff. goes on the goes on that other side. If it's jacket weather, I'll put a jacket like I'll have all that stuff, and then I'll if I'm taking a suit for example, I'll put this I'll fold the suit jacket in half and put it over those things, and then close right the little elastic straps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the jacket holds everything in. So when I open it, they don't all fall it's out. It's not all yeah, jumbled up. And that's yeah. And and it's just it's like Tetris. <laughs> and but we went we we were in 
Boston this summer for, we were there seven days and had a laundry service come pick up our clothes a couple of days before we came home. And so everything <coughs> was clean when you got home? Most everything was clean, That's yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Ah, it was a game changer. So, yeah. Oh, I know. So many, so many wonderful things to talk about. But we sort of buried the lead a little bit. And that you are starting a brand new business, Jennifer. Oh, yes. And it's not going to be called Neat as a Pin, or is it an offshoot of Neat as a Pin? Nope. It is completely separate from Neat as a Pin. Okay. And this is something you're all familiar with, the show Hoarders and um, CSI, when they have to go in. Yeah. And there's a crime scene. That's got to be cleaned up. So that's what you are embarking in. Do you have the the name of your business? Yes. It's Discreet Clean. Discreet that's right. Clean. And the reason for the name is in the situations where you would need a, a bio, you know, biological cleanup is not necessarily something you want your neighbors to know. Right. And we wanted, I have, I have two business partners in this venture. We wanted a business, we wanted a business model that would care for the people. And so whether it's a hoarded situation or- It's trauma no matter what. It's trauma no matter what. So so whether it's a hoard or it's a suicide or it's the the death of of anyone. I know, and we all know of situations And something has to be done and it usually falls on the family. And, And so for us, this is an act of caring for our community in that we don't want them to be a to have to do it themselves or b to then become the the focal point of the neighborhood right right and and, and so it's about being discreet but being thorough and being compassionate mm-hmm. and you know in so many companies that do this their branding is red and black and gore and that is entirely not what we're not what you're going to be about no not at all and it is about you know caring for people and that's that's what I've always loved about about what I do as an organizer is seeing people in their space where they are and and recognizing their hurt and, and, and there's usually a traumatic event in the case of hoarding. I watched enough of hoarders mm-hmm. to to get it right. that that often there's a, an event or something that that happened that causes mm-hmm. this need to surround themselves with stuff. Right. And then it, it becomes a blind spot and they just cannot. Mm-hmm. It's but it, it's got to be so hard. Mm-hmm. It's almost. To, it gets to a point where it's almost a layer of protection from mm-hmm. the world around them. Of course, yeah. And, and because nobody, you know, even if they did want somebody to come over, nobody would want to. No. And, and it's, that's hard. It's hard for it to be that way. And, and so they are hurting. And, you know, and any, a lot of times I'll go into them and they'll say, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry for right, this. Right, right, because they're aware of. They are, and they just. That it's a it's a problem but they're really kind of helpless to do anything about it right and then it may just be so overwhelming at that point I can't do anything about it and that's and it and it gets to that place and Mm -hmm. and you know and I tell them it's like you know here's what's up if you tell me if you apologize to me again I'm gonna leave (laughs) you know that's right it's like if if this this, is not something you wanted 
right. to happen to your or, life. You know, and I try to reframe it and, you know, because I know they're so worried about what I'm thinking where, you know, I can say, you know, if you didn't have all this stuff, I would have never got the opportunity to meet you. Yeah. And, and I'm just so, I'm so blessed to know you. So let's just be thankful for the stuff and we'll just take care of it and get it done. Right. And it's, you know, it's a, it's about, it's about, it's all heart work. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's people's hearts. And, you know, a lot of times it, the humanity and, and, and the compassion is taken, is taken away. And, and, but that's, that's what matters most. And so you have training in this area. I mean, I yes. would presume yes. you've, you've seen hoarded out houses oh, yeah. before you uh-huh. started this business. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, you know, and I've been, I've been working in, in, in homes, you know, like that for, for years mm-hmm. since, you know, I haven't been the cleanup aspect of it, but you know, I, I understand, I understand the homes. I understand, you know, how they got that way most of the time, you know, not the, not the, the individual details, but I've, you know, just through my training and, and the CEUs and things that I do, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, un, you know, it's clear. I was, my conference that I went to in September was an organizer's conference. It was the Institute for Challenging Disorganization. And a, there was a guy who was, he was giving a talk on hoarding and, and he was showing some pictures and he was like, you know, I give this talk to all kinds of groups. And he said, Everybody except the room of organizers you, just goes, <gasps> and and he's like, you guys are yeah, it's like, like, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, right. And, and it's, it's a, you know, it's just a thing. And so now by doing this, now we can help with the cleanup. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nita's a pen can't clean up bio. I, you know, it, right. a regular cleaning company can't clean up blood, can't clean up right. that kind of stuff. And... And so many people came to me and just said, hey, can you do this? And I'm like, I'm so, so sorry. I can't. Mm-hmm. I so wish- you, you have partners now. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, I'm sure, a very speci- specialized training that you've been yes. through to yes. do this. Um, I have a, have a friend many years ago, died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. But it, there was a rupture and there was, you know, a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, a, a bio ha- it was a biohazard then right. for the home. And so... Yeah, you know, even if, you know, even if it's a, you know, a, a natural death without, without any, any right. biological residue, if, if there's no other way to say that, is, you know, there's still some degree of cleanup. Yeah. There's still some degree of cleanup for the people who still have to live there, who right. still have to go there. Yeah. And, or even if that person were to live alone, you know, we can come in. And at the very least, give it a reset, mm-hmm. give it a reset and get it to where it's comfortable for the family to come in. Yeah. Well, I think that is one good thing that has come out of the show Hoarders and uh, in that it, it has raised awareness mm-hmm. of the issue. And, um, you know, hopefully kind of addressed in a way the stigma involved because it, it has made it clear to me, you know, that there's. There's a reason for this. They're not mm-hmm. just messy mm-hmm. or no, just and don't care or greedy or, you know, those kind mm-hmm. of things that you think, oh, well, you know, that, that there's a there's a trauma involved. In right. Right. It's you know, there's a lot of anxiety. Right. A lot. It's it's an it's, anxious, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a it's a mental. It is. And it's issue. And it's you know, it's hard. It's hard to be in that place. It's hard to love someone in that place. Right. It's right. hard to care about 
you know, it just, it, it's, it's such a hurtful situation all around. And, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not a mental health expert by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just, you know, it's hard and, and you have to care about the people in these situations in such a way that, that you're not doing more damage. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's the thing where you would think it would anybody could go in. Oh, we're, well, we're just putting it on the dumpster. Yeah, we're just gonna bring no. a roll up and you know. Throw and it and in. that's a, the solution for a lot of people. You've got all this stuff. You just put it on the trash. It's yeah, gross. that's right. It's just junk, you know. Mm -hmm. But not to them. No, it's not. Mm -mm. And you know, we've cleaned up. We've cleaned up. We've packed in quotations. We've packed a house before that so much of it Anne, was trash. Yeah, it was trash. There, it, there was nothing. Probably wrappers from food. I mean, I'm yes, guessing. Just yeah. dirty. And, yeah. But it, you know, it was valuable to them. And so you can't go to someone necessarily and say, oh, this is trash. You don't need it. It's, are, they, you, sure, are you sure that you want this? They have to come to that conclusion mm -hmm. themselves. Yes, I am sure that I want this. And so in moving, in moving, what we did is we put trash, in quotations, in its own box. We made sure that we didn't mix the, these dirty items with valuable, Things clean, really worthy work. items. Mm -hmm. So that, and then on the ones with the good stuff, it said we put on there, unpack first. So at the next place, the the trash wasn't getting unpacked it mm -hmm. was the things that were were needed yeah, and, and that we, we've got it said we don't really need anymore mm -hmm. yes yeah, this is and, good and so once we've yeah. hit capacity then even if it doesn't go away if it doesn't go away it can get stacked up in the garage yeah and it's not in the living space mm -hmm. and and it, you know if, if they want it then it's theirs it belongs to them it's not our place to say yeah. No, you can't have it. Mm -hmm. Wow. So how can folks get in touch with you? <laughs> I need, need us a pin. Yes, um, a pin. I need us a pin.com. I'm online. Yeah. Um, I've got Facebook and Instagram. Need us mm -hmm. a pin. Mm -hmm. Not hard. And now discreet. Discreet clean. Clean. Mm -hmm. Discreetclean.com. Very good. Jennifer, yeah. you are just awesome. And I, I could go on and on because yeah. I, I find this um, fascinating. And I'm my hat's off to you well, for you. doing this, for uh, for kind of g getting into this line of work because mm -hmm. it's so needed by so many people, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. because well, it, I can really be I can, I can get sentimental about stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's that's just the hardest thing. And that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. yeah, we could talk about that another day. About how to get rid of sentimental stuff. So mm -hmm. let's make plans to, yeah. <laughs> to do you that. Know, not even get rid of it, but just talk about it. Talk, like, yeah, what talk to about do it. about it. Yeah, maybe take a picture of it there and store it in the cloud. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are new options mm -hmm. now. You know, to, and there's things. There's things. Yeah. 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 You know, there's lots of things. We, well, could, we could have a whole another one on you know, those. All, yeah, photographs oh, and, yeah. you know, all that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you yeah. are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank for you for spending some me. time. I just love, I love talking to you about all this stuff. Jennifer Snyder with Neat as a Pin and Discreet Clean. And uh, hope to have you again soon. Thank you, Ann. Thank you for being with us. Bye-bye. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. 
Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.